You are not going to believe this. A witch tried to end me. What's going on, everybody? I want to welcome you guys to the first official That Supernatural Talk podcast episode. And I have an exciting topic to talk about. So recently I did a revival meeting in Glendale, California. And as I was preaching, it was brought to my attention that there was a whole witch in the crowd. And I didn't realize that this witch had actually attended a meeting in San Diego that I did in the past too. And she was coming disguised as a Christian. And this person was very, very interesting. There was a lot of disruptions happening and stuff like that. So she was doing a whole lot of little spell casting and stuff while she was in the meeting. But we're going to discuss this. And I want to introduce you guys to some pretty cool people that are going to be on the show with me from time to time. Let me introduce you first to the guy behind the scenes that does all the media work. I couldn't leave him out of the podcast. He has to come on here. Let me introduce you guys to the one and only evangelist, Isaiah Poche Corto Real. <laughs> ah, he's in the house. What's up, family? What's up? What's up? The first episode, man. This is the first episode, man. The first episode for many to come. It's like fresh manna, man. Mm, I tasted that just now. You, you did? I tasted that just now, man. Uh, you That's know what fun. I love about this podcast, though? We can talk about We can just talk. Just chilling. We're just chilling and talking, and you guys get to be in the midst of it with us. So make sure, guys, please, make sure you are commenting and interacting with us in the comment section, because I'll be watching, Isaiah will be watching, and the other guy I'm going to introduce will be watching also. Let me introduce you guys to another TSNL evangelist, Keegan Burkhart. What's up, everybody? God bless you all. Bless you all. Excited to be here. First ever podcast. First ever podcast. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy that we're here. And I'm super Crazy. happy these guys are here because these two guys actually make up the media team. Isaiah is doing all the editing. For you guys who wonder on all these channels who's editing everything, it's literally Isaiah's. And Jesus. Isaiah, yeah. And Jesus, <laughs> of course. and Because Jesus is the fuel behind him. Look, without <laughs> Jesus, he wouldn't be able to do this. Trust Amen. me. Amen. And then Amen. we have his compadre, his companion in the media team. Uh, Keegan, and Keegan is the one who is posting everything, and then you have me who is giving direction and make and being the face of a lot of the content and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So we're a team. We work together very closely, and I said, man, what better people to have on the podcast, the first episode of the podcast, than Isaiah and Keegan? And they were at the revival meeting that we're going to talk about. Mm. And I wanted to talk about this topic because it's also very real. And, you know, a lot of us want to become preachers, you know, teachers, evangelists, apostles, prophets, pastors, fivefold ministers, but we forget about the spiritual warfare aspect of what comes along with that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it's very important when we choose to preach the gospel and do the work of the kingdom of God that we understand what we're walking into, and we understand that there is a battle that waits us. You know, there is mm -hmm. literal warfare. There is agents of Satan. There is people that actually know that you're coming into town and they want to come and mess up what's happening. And I believe that's why a lot of preachers undergo a lot of, you know, oppression and, and things like that, because they're not aware of the realm of the spirit and they're not a realm of what's taking place in their meeting sometimes. And, and listen, witches are very sneaky, super sneaky. And if you don't have discernment, you'll just overlook them 
You'll be like, oh, there's nothing to this and there's nothing to that. Beautiful thing is we have intercessors that come into uh, the meetings with us. So as you guys know, I have like a lot of forerunners all over the world. So when I have these meetings, these people are trained to pray, intercede, and look for problems and handle them. And in this meeting, I actually had um, Rosa, who is a hub leader uh, for TSNL, and thank God for her because she was able to intercede and buffet a lot of the stuff that this witch was doing. Now, when I say buffet, it means stop, like counter a lot of what she was doing. And, you know, Keegan, I got Keegan <laughs> here because Keegan saw a lot of what was happening. So let me say this. The witch came to the meeting, and the witch's agenda was to the K word, me, mm. take me completely yep. out. Right. <clears throat> Stop me. That was the witch's, that the witch told Rosa that's what she wanted to do. Yep. And she disguised herself as a Christian. So the witch wanted to literally stop me. And this isn't the first time. Look, I've been traveling and doing ministry since, my goodness, 2014 was the first time I left the nation. And I've been going ever since. You guys know this. So I've encountered psychics, new age people, Scientologists in the meetings that I do. I mean, I've encountered just about anything, Satanists, witches, warlocks. They've all showed up and tried to, to stop what God is doing. It's a pretty interesting adventure, so this isn't new to me, but it, it's always interesting, the tactics and the ways they go about trying to mess up the meeting. Listen, if you're in Christ, you're protected. You know, before I go into a meeting, I'm praying, I'm uh, speaking to the Lord, and I know that I'm protected because I'm sent. When you're sent somewhere, you have protection. You have the God of angel armies sending angels before you to, you know, prepare the way of what you're coming to bring. Amen. So we also cancel witchcraft attacks. Even that day I was praying against all witchcraft attacks, anything that would try to come against the meeting, trying to disturb the people. And what happened is like there was a lot of exposure happening in that meeting. It yeah. got crazy. Oh, wow. So it was crazy. Yeah, it was so much exposure. So Keegan got like a, a first, how would I say it? Not first. You got an eye... You were an eyewitness to a lot of what this girl yeah. was doing. Now, listen, I know that this person may watch the video. Don't worry. I'm not going to throw you out there. But yeah. you should repent and really turn to Christianity Amen. all the way. Put the Amen. books away. Put the holy garments away. Put all the stuff yeah. away that you claim to have and all that stuff. And just and just give it up because, you know, Christ is calling you. He is the yeah. only power you need. He is the only presence you need to seek. You don't need to seek all that other stuff. I mean, you. she literally brought everything. She brought yeah, crystals. She, she had it all. Books. She had it all. You name it. But but Keegan, what what did you like? What did you see? Like that I didn't yeah. see. Like she came up to me. Yeah. I recognized her from another meeting, and she played the victim hard. I mean, she played oh, the, the victim card like crazy, like crazy. Yeah. You know. And let me say this too, guys. This is what this podcast will be about: supernatural occurrences. We'll talk about different subjects and stuff. So just be ready. You guys are going to get to hear some amazing things, and I'm going to give you guys. You know, through just talking, you're going to hear so much information and you're going to get even teachings through it, you know, but we're just talking. This this podcast is to talk through things and just let the Holy Spirit bring revelation as we're doing it. But Keegan, what did you experience, man, sitting there yeah, just watching was, her? You said it was it interesting, was, it right? Was very, it was very interesting. Wow. And it's crazy that this was the second time that this witch came to one of your meetings. Mm. Like she came last year, she came this year, so... Um, I would say for me, the first thing that happened was I was... Let me say this, because yeah. these people don't know. Yeah, It was also in Los Angeles, Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hollywood area, mm -hmm. which is, which covens are all out there. Yep. Mm -hmm. We passed by earlier too. There was a Satanist shop. 
on Hollywood Boulevard and everything. And I saw some of the things that they had in there, uh, which was crazy. But yeah, this witch, I was in the very beginning of the meeting, the Lord said, there's a witch in the back. And I was like, really? So I started praying against it. And, you know, things start happening. Um, another uh, guy starts manifesting the same thing. It was, it was divination, witchcraft from Hinduism, all that stuff. And as you're casting that out, I hear screeching in the back, like this full on like screeching, like a cat. Like what in the world's going on right now? Yeah, and I addressed that. Yeah, yeah. You were like, you're like, who is that? She was in the corner, on the floor, like like face down, you know, on her knees, like just going crazy, screeching, mumbling spells under her breath, all this stuff. Um, And so finally, uh, she comes up, and Rosa comes up with her, and you're busy because there's like three other people manifesting. You know, you're casting out demons, all this other stuff. And I'm standing there with the mic, you know, waiting for you to come over to address this woman. And as soon as she walked up, I got head to toe, just chills down my whole entire body. And the Holy Spirit's like, this is the witch I was talking about. I was like, this is crazy. And as you're sitting there, um, I see her with both her hands. She has one hand pointed towards me. And it's like she was doing like, like this, like trying to like put something. And I felt this like something weird on the right side of my body, like in my throat. I was like, like, oh, I rebuke this, whatever this is. Mm. And then I saw her trying to like, like push stuff on you. It was crazy. So you tangibly felt something. Oh, I felt it. It's like, and I, it's like, I felt it on my throat on my right side, which is where she was on the right side. And then I was like, uh, uh-uh, I rebuke this. I said, I have on the full armor of God. Like, I'm not doing this. And as soon as I did that, bam, it was like the pressure lifted off my throat. Mm. And then um, she started putting stuff towards you. And so then I'm praying for you. I'm like, I'm like, I'm obviously we know the authority that you carry and stuff. But I was like, Lord, I put up a wall of fire around apostle. Like, don't let anything bring distraction to him. Like, let him, you know, continue on in this meeting. And finally you come over and you address her. And it was like, she went from doing super witchy things like with their hands and like mumbling spells under her breath to, it's like, she was acting so fake. She's like, oh my Lord, my God, my Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Set me free. Like, you know what I'm saying? All this stuff. And then you're looking at her and. You know what she said to me? What'd she She, say? She came up to me. She goes, I'm a a satanic ritual abuse survivor. That's what she said. Now. This is actually could be true. And, and what happens is SRA victims, if you guys don't know, they have programs. Mm. So one of her programs could have been a witch. Yeah. So I'm not saying that, well, yeah, she is. If she's doing witchcraft, she's a witch. But yeah. one of her programs could be that if she's definitely SRA. And she was, she was not dressed in the most, uh, you know, best way. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Uh, she, 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 yeah. But anyway, yeah. She, she had a program that was activating. So 100%. what what was happening is is you know, with these satanic covens and stuff, uh, these people that are SRA victims, they they send them in to these meetings to kind of disrupt them and stuff. And some of them end up getting set free and believing Jesus and you know get healed and delivered from the trauma and the abuse and and then and they start to serve the Lord Jesus. So I, you know when I looked at the woman when she come to me, there was an innocence there is of the person, so I could still see the person there. And that's why I was like, let me not kick her all the way out. Because yeah. her witchcraft wasn't working against me. No. At all. So it was more so working on the atmosphere around around her because, you know, people were getting distracted. 
we had a dude talking half nuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, a whole other story. Huh? That's a whole other yeah. story. Yeah. But that but that was the cause of that though, was that divination spirit. Yeah. And you told it to be quiet in <laughs> the meeting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said, hey, hush. And you know what was funny though, you know, after she left, you know, they, they were gonna kick her out of the meeting completely. Mm-hmm. And she comes in like big, big distraction. Your team is mean and all this. And the way she she walked in was stomping. Oh yeah, like she was stomping her feet. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like this. I'm going to be sharing a lot of my stories on this yeah, podcast. This is awesome. Oh my goodness, I think this is good. That supernatural talk, literally, this is what this is. But she was stomping her feet coming in, mm-hmm. and and I was like, this this chick's throwing a fit. Like she's mad. She's throwing a fit, and she's like, oh, 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 you know, and she's like. Y'all are mean and all this. So I told her, I said, you got two options, right? I give her an option. Um, most ministers would have thrown her all the way out and celebrated it, right? But I, what I did is for the sake of, because the live stream doesn't know what's going on. The people in the meeting don't know what's going on. So what I do is I give her an option. I said, look, if you can sit in here and be respectful, calm down, and let the word be preached, you can stay. But the moment you start becoming a distraction again and you start doing all this crazy stuff, you got to go. Like, you got to go. So she, I gave her the power. I put the power in her hands almost. Like, you make the choice. Mm-hmm. And she got quiet. Yeah. And she hung out. And she started listening. So I, I believe there's a part of her that's really, you know, wanting to figure out what's real. All of us have that. Let's just be real. Unless we've just become reprobate all the way and we don't want anything to do with God. Yeah. But all of us uh, have that innate, uh, you know, desire to know God. As much like some of you watching this, you may not even be believers. You just come across this right now and, you know, you know that something's pulling you and like you you got this, this awesome good force, which is God, right? The person of God, the Holy Spirit pulling on you. And then you have the evil force. I'm not talking Star Wars guys, just so you guys know, but I'm just using <laughs> these terms. <laughs> yeah. That would, uh, that's pulling you the other way, but you know, going the good way is the way to go. That's God. That's his Holy Spirit unctioning you to come into the kingdom and to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repent of your sins, and turn to Him as your bestest friend and, and walk in relationship with Him. So that's what that is. So I believe, you know, I, I really sense this woman wasn't completely evil in the sense of like she was all the way given, given over to her because I did pray for her. I laid hands on her and she smacked the ground, you know. Two times. Two times, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, not just and, once. And she definitely, I, I know she knows she was manifesting that demon. So here's the thing with that too. It, it says in the word that God has given us the power to trample on serpents and scorpions. It says no weapon formed against us or fashioned against us. It doesn't say that the weapon won't be fashioned. So the weapon comes, but it does. It isn't able to do its job. So any weapon fashioned against us will not prosper. It tells us we are seated in heavenly places with Jesus Christ. And it, it also says that all power and authority has been given to Christ. And he says he shares and gives that to us. It's his disciples because the Holy Spirit that raised him from the dead lives on the inside of us, and we're sons and daughters of God. So when they, you know, when she, when they come up and and they're asking for prayer, you know, it, what they think is if I touch them, they're going to transfer something. That's what these witches think. Yep. But what happens is I touch them, and they end up on the ground shaking and quaking and baking because the power and authority that is within me. And this is an identity thing. If you come in with fear that if you a witch is there and you touch them, they're going to transfer, they have authority over you now. Now they have the power, and that's what religion does, is it makes you believe that uh, something else could have more power than the Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory, right? That's exactly. the mystery that's been revealed. So yeah. when, I, when I go and I 
pray for these people. I'm, I'm not scared of it getting in me, first of all, because I have the Ephesians 6 armor of God on. Amen. I'm secure in that. And those fiery darts aren't not going to penetrate me mm. when I'm walking in that, you know? Amen. So I know that. So I know that, like, if they even try something, it won't work. And I've been, look, guys, I've been to Africa. I've been to Europe. I've been to Asia. I've been to South America. Like, I'm sure I've encountered probably even voodoo people. I've probably encountered some high-ranking witches. I've... I probably have you know you name it thrown at me, you know, yeah. but it I mean it was it, it was it was interesting man because the first that night was great second night I was like everybody's like wow that meeting was amazing and I'm like man there was some distractions going on I thought yeah. I was gonna have to be like Holy Ghost cage fighter and get these people out because <laughs> it's like little distractions and stuff is just you know and what I do is you notice I go into worship to to position the people's heart back where yep. it needs to be. So, but you also said that you saw her with some books. Yes. Yeah. She had, when she came up again the second time, she had three books with her. And I was like, what books are these? Right. I'm like, what is it? But the books didn't really have a cover on it or, or, you know, it didn't look like a normal book. And she had three of them. I was like, why? And she was gripping onto them super, super strong. So I'm not sure if maybe they were spell books that she had or something that she was using. Maybe for her for her idea, she thought she could use those as power. Right. Um, but yeah, she was gripping onto those books super hard. And I remember really the second time she hit the ground, she said, don't let me lose my holy garments. Yes. Like, <laughs> she was gripping onto that too. Strong. <laughs> she did, did you saw that? Out? You saw yes. that out there. <laughs> yes. She, she steps out. She steps out to speak to Rosa for a little bit, right? You're like, all right, get some more deliverance because we realize it's a you know it's a difficult situation, and <laughs> that's when she comes in. That probably like five minutes later, st- storms in, and she's like, "They're trying to take away my holy garments and says they're demonic garments. These are holy garments." But if you looked at her, she, it looked like it looked like she was wearing like rags, you know, like she barely had any clothes on. Like she had like a <laughs> it was crazy, and she she was really upset that Rosa told her to to take the. The, the the garments off that was crazy yeah and, her holy garments and what gets me is when she was talking to Rosa she was like she told Rosa outside I want to end this guy like I came to stop him but when she steps back in the meeting she like transitions to a whole nother person it's mm. a victim mentality mm. yeah yeah she she's playing all these things now now I want to tell you guys this this is why you can't play ignorant look if you don't have discernment you're not going to know who's a witch you're not going to know who's not a witch because they play really good. They'll raise their hands. They'll say things like Keegan was saying. They'll say it, but it doesn't sound right. You know, they're not truly giving um, heart worship to God. They're giving lip service to God to, to, to try to trick you. Um, and that's what they do. So, like, a lot of people get, like, they really miss it because there's nothing wrong with, you know, the position of love. Everything should be done in love. But also you don't want to make, make love be ignorant because of like your position of love, right? Love also will expose and uncover, you know, for the sake of people knowing Christ. So like you you want to make sure that you, you come in with the mentality of like anything is possible right now. Anything can happen, you know, and you want to make sure that you're, that, that the Holy Spirit is leading you to know what's around you. Um, also, I want to tell you future, you future ministers and you people that are even out on the streets, just preaching the gospel, when people want to give you something, be aware. You know, if it's a person you don't know, you've never met them, and they are, they're coming wanting to give you items and stuff like that, 
Like, really be careful with that, you know, because to accept is a transference, meaning like you're accepting an item from them means you trust them. It's an establishment of trust. Yeah. So like you're like, I received this. I received this. So that means you trust them. Mm. And uh, by doing that and then taking it with you and taking it to your house, you know, it could be an it could be an open opportunity for the enemy, you know. Um, I had a minister friend that told me a story. His name's Art Montgomery. He told me a story of a witch giving him a watch. He put the watch on. He had bulls start from his butt up to the back of his head, and he swole up like a pig, he said, until he removed wow. that watch, and he started to pray. And then he went back, and uh, I think some people got saved because like it's the, the witchcraft didn't work in that moment. Wow. But, mm. you know, so we got to make sure we are, we're wise in accepting things because the enemy's looking for prideful moments. He's looking for moments to sneak in and take advantage of our weakness. You know, um, every Satanist you listen to, they're always looking for pride and offense. So if you have offense, you have unforgiveness. And unforgiveness is an open door for the enemy to hit you upside your head. Wow. Pride is an, a self-exaltation. So you're trying to exalt yourself above God. You know, my this, me, me, me. And when you take that position, I mean, it's hard for God to protect you when you want to be above him. Wow. And you think that you can handle it. So it gives the enemy, the devil, um, and his horde of demonic beings the ability to want to attack to attack you. You know, mm-hmm. ministers, ministers have felt sick. Um, ministers have had their homes destroyed. I mean, I look back in the day, so early on, a lot of you guys might not know this, but I was ministering early on. Right. And I, I was a, the people, th- you know, I see comments sometimes like, oh, Daniel prideful this and that. I'm like, guys, trust me, you didn't know me back in the day. I'm telling you, I was bad. In my younger years, I was bad. And I was ministering. And the enemy found my weakness and, it, and he truly, truly took advantage of it. And when he did that, I lost, I lost, I pretty much lost it all. You know, I, I lost everything because of ignorance and because of refusal to listen and, disobedience and pride. So witches, and I, I know it was a warlock. I know a warlock sent in these people and mm-hmm. it was, I was done, you know? Yeah. Praise God for his mercy and grace and praise God that he, you know, he gave me another shot and here we are today. And now, you know, by the grace of God, we're tearing up Satan's kingdom and we're bringing people into their calls and destinies and we're helping people not fall into the same pitfalls. I think I've helped these young men several times. They might not know it to avoid some sabotaging, uh, moments in their life preach preach but, yes. but it's okay it's, it's okay you know um you don't know even though look guys i'll just say this even people you know that have strong desires for marriage there's nothing wrong with marriage marriage is beautiful he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtain a favor from the lord so i'm all for it but you also have to be aware that the counterfeit can come you know the seductress can come and if flesh is getting in the way you can choose it like you can take that but you know what it's based on. And I tell people to take it from me. You, if you take that position, you're going to have to need a lot of grace to make things right. And you're going to go through some some time uh, of, of establishing the ground that needs to be stood on. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's why we got to just, you know, choose choose moral the moral way of the word and, and choose holiness and righteousness and purity. We can choose it when we're filled with his Holy Spirit. 
you know, when we are uh, following him. And that's the beautiful thing. That's why grace is there. He's beautiful, man. And, you know, some of you may have, you know, made those mistakes. And witches and warlocks and all these people may have had their way of sending stuff your way, and you may have been attacked by it. But there's always a way out. Always. His name is Jesus, and he's always there willing to pick you up and forgive you and help you. Well, he's already forgiven you at the cross of Calvary. You just got to accept it. So just know that, guys. You know, witchcraft cannot have 100% dominance over you unless you allow it to, especially if you're, if you're a Christian, definitely, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, I know, I, I, you know, with this last meeting, <laughs> with this last meeting and, and, and dealing with this and seeing this, you know, just brought back to remembrance, like, you really got to be aware. Mm-hmm. Look, if, here's the truth. Mm-hmm. If you're going to walk in prophetic ministry, mm-hmm. you're prophesying. Paul said the one gift he desires that we all do is prophesy. Mm-hmm. You know, he says, I wish you all would speak in tongues, but we also desire all gifts. But the, one, the best one is prophesy, because when we prophesy, we speak forth people's destiny. We edify, we encourage, and we build up the saints. You know, we speak for God into a person's life, and the devil hates that. He yes. wants to keep us bound, held down, uh, Seeking after other spirituality, not coming to the full knowledge of Christ and our life. That's what he wants. And, you know, if he can have his way, he's going to have his way. So very, 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 very important that we uh, know that when we're walking into the prophetic realm, when we're out there soul winning, you know, delivering people. Oh, that's another thing. He hates deliverance because you're setting the captives free. Anything that's really destroying his kingdom Prophetic ministry dismantles Satan's kingdom big time. It's one of the, the, you know, I got like special ops, where is it is right here, special ops right here, and on the back I got spiritual sniper because of accuracy. You know, mm-hmm. when you're prophetic, you're accurate, yep. and you, you, can, you can really target the enemy and just, you know, you can save marriages. Mm. You, can, you can help people that are condemned, about to end everything, set, step, stand back up again and, and shoot for it. Like that one guy in the meeting, you know? Yep. So there's there's just so much you can do. But man, I, I like you said, Keegan, this 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 woman, she had books. She had crystals, I think. Yeah. Somebody she said she had crystals. Did you did you see crystals on her? Um, yes. So on her she had a really big ring on, uh, on her left middle finger, I believe. And there's a huge, huge crystal on that ring. And then she had other jewelry as well. Um she even even the headpiece that she had had some stuff on it. It was it was really it was really interesting. But yeah, as soon as I saw that ring, I was like, oh man! I said that's that that's demonic right there. I knew that wasn't good. Yeah. They even said after the meeting, they looked and there was like three people pointing their hands towards the church and praying. Yep. Oh yeah. oh, somebody said that she apparently uh, touched a few people or oh, something and like that, sick. and they and they they went outside and they got sick. So there was like three people that she touched and they went outside and they were like throwing up. Sick. So this, look, most of the people in that meeting was Christians. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think about it. Why are they sick? Mm. Why why are they sick? But, you know, by God's grace and mercy, I made it out. Yeah. With no problems. Mm. The verse that comes to my mind is the wages of sin is death. Mm. You know, we're not, we're not fooling anybody. Yeah. You know, I think there were a lot of, as, as you can tell with the people you were prophesying to and the people that got prayer for, I think there were a lot of open doors 
and uh, in that meeting <laughs> there are a lot of a lot of people with open doors a lot of people who were very much you know shacking uh, up yeah oh my goodness so many people living in sin uh not married it was it was insane but so they, I, but they said they love jesus yes we did see salvation though through one of those situations yeah, we that did. was amazing just be aware if you you know decide to step out you're going out in the harvest field and stuff know the enemy knows that you're coming into his territory he know you know the enemy wants to rule this world he doesn't want jesus to have any dominion here whatsoever or he wants to make us think that he doesn't when jesus jesus has overcome the world he has he has conquered it you know through through his death burial and resurrection so you know when you're going out there be aware that he's going to talk to people in their minds and he's going to get the least last people you would think come against you to come against you yep. and then once you've once you've overcome certain giants once you beat the friendship thing the family thing now he starts to send in his higher ranking demons, demonic forces that are also warlocks and witches and stuff. Because the more you increase in rank, the more you increase in influence, you know, the enemy wants to start to send his heavy hitters your way to try to stop you. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like this meeting, uh, we had this, this woman in there and literally her words, that satanic program in her, its words was, I want to off Daniel. I want to yeah. end him. That was literally that was the assignment. What, that was the assignment. And it was, a, it, by the grace of God, it was a failed assignment. Amen. Amen. She failed. So th praise, praise Jesus for that. People were healed, delivered. Um, the glory of God came, and we, we had a good time in the meeting. Yeah. I think mission accomplished. I'm, my prayer is that the church that had me, they will, they will remain strong, that God will bring them people to help continue to uphold their arms. Absolutely. It's another thing when you're inviting people like myself or other people who walk strong in the supernatural, you know, know you've put yourself on the map. Mm -hmm. Yep. And and know that it's not a game. It's not just let me let me bring this minister in and their influence they have to to fill my church. Mm. We can't have that mentality, uh, leaders. We got to make sure that we understand that there's a deposit made that you you mean business, you know. There's a supernatural deposit yeah. there that's left, and the enemy goes, "Okay, you mean business? You want to bring these, you know, spiritual warriors in here to mess up my kingdom? And you, you're going to get this impartation. You're going to get this wisdom and knowledge that they carry. I mean, you're going to become a target too. So mm -hmm. You can expect you can expect that they're going to start visiting your church and trying to stop you. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why. Look, that's why there's so many churches out there, and there's so many churches that shut the door, and there's so many churches that are powerless. Yep. Enemy doesn't bother those people. They don't have to send many people in. If you're a powerless church, if you're a powerless preacher, you're not going to have many witches and warlocks visiting you nope. because you, you don't have anything to make them feel bad mm -hmm. or really mess them up. Yeah. You know, the power of God is something. Ah, it's something. It's crazy amazing. Yep. And when we see the miraculous come about, when we see witches and warlocks subdued, we see their power can't come forth and attack us and touch us. It's a big deal. Yeah. One thing that this situation with this church reminded me of, it reminded me also in Thailand when we were in Nongkai and that woman was manifesting that divination spirit as well. Mm. And it was bringing disruption to the service. And you also called that out too. But the Lord just reminded me that he said, Keegan, like the body of Christ right now is lacking discernment and people think that they're manifesting the Holy Spirit, but they're not. They're manifesting the wrong spirit. 
you know, and so many people don't have the authority to move forward to to cast it out to get rid of it. Well, right? it's not only that they they actually know, but like you got a lot of merciful people, a lot of pastoral hearts, and they don't they're thinking of the person. They they don't want to offend the mm. person, but you know, for the sake of everybody else, you have to sometimes be an offensive force. The gospel is offensive mm-hmm. to those who are perishing, but it is life that are to those who are inter- inheriting salvation. But you also showed grace too the other night with that witch. And that I'll also always showed, have, you know, always have the opportunity yeah. of grace. And there's authority, there's authority in that grace because you were like, Hey, you can be quiet and sit and listen to the word. And I believe, and I have faith that she got touched that night mm-hmm. and she is going to repent in Jesus name, you know, mm-hmm. and she's, she's going to, you know, but the saved. reason I'm like that is because, like I said before, they're people, they're souls. I know that I was once, you know, lost, yeah, and I was seeking satisfaction in other areas. So, then you know that's why I'm, I'm even though they're witches, even though they're other religions and stuff. As long as they're not a disruption, yeah, I'm really not worried about their juju and all that stuff. You know, all the the stuff they're sending because it becomes powerless and then it convicts them. I mean, we've had witches just get up and walk out the meeting. They'll get, yeah. they'll, if they don't really want to hear the word, they don't really want to change, then they'll leave. Yeah. And the word's powerful. The word's penetrating. Mm-hmm. The, word, the word does its job when it's 100%. preached with authority and with power. Yep. It penetrates, it cuts the heart, it divides soul and spirit. Hebrews 4 12, it, it takes things out, you yep. know? Uh, it, 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 it brings out the intentions of what's in the heart, it exposes the intentions of the heart, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what the, the word of God does. So, you know, that's why I look at these people and I still have compassion on them because they're still souls. Judgment, no man by the flesh, but judging by the spirit. So I do my best um, to make sure I keep in mind that, like, I can't just, th- they've been thrown away their whole life. Yeah. So have grace there. But if they become massively disruptive, I mean, they're not going to walk into Target, Walmart, or something like that and just start acting crazy. And so no. don't come into a meeting over here and do it too. You know, yep. respect the meeting, do whatever you want under your breath. But don't yeah. disrupt people. Don't make everybody's worship. Because even people that aren't witches and warlocks, mm-hmm. they do that stuff. I mean, sometimes yep. you just got Christians that have attention issues. Yeah. And they just get loud and want all the attention in the room. They want to be seen because of intense rejection, you know, and pride. Even false manifestations. Yeah. They, they things show, like that. Hey, they show up sometimes, They're too, crazy. because they want to be noticed. Yep. They want to be seen, as we find out. And if mm-hmm. you talk to a person enough, the Bible says that, uh, in a multitude of words, sin is not lacking. Yep. So if you get somebody yep. talking enough, you'll find out what the problem is. Yep. You know? So, guys, this is the first episode. And we've just been sitting here kicking it and talking mm. about a supernatural thing that we just had happen with this witch. Yep. You know? And I'm going to say this. I don't even want to call her a witch because that's not her true identity. Amen. With this future, if not now, child of God that is going to serve the kingdom and take a lot of witches out and bring them into the kingdom. Amen. So we're going to, we're going to call her that. We're going to call her a uh, soon-to-be-born-again believer. We're going to prophesy. Prophesy. You know? We're going to prophesy what she's going to do, and we just pray blessings over her life and pray that the Lord will encounter her in a mighty way and that she encountered him big there. You know, she's, I, I know, I, I've seen her before, so I know she follows me and is going to watch this. Amen. You know, so it's beautiful. Um, but I did. I'm using this topic and 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 I'm using this this encounter just to give an overall view of what happens, you know, and what to be aware of. So be aware that they're out there, 
but he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. That means there's no power. There's no other authority. There's no demonic force. There's no angelic being that is greater than Jesus. Jesus has been seated above it all, and he lives in you. So there's nothing to fear when Jesus is near. And he's in you, so he's closer than ever. You see, he's close to you. You just become aware of how close he is. Nothing will harm you. Jesus is, is for you, and if he's for you, who can be against you? These truths are what we need to know. These are promises. These are divine promises from my Father, represented through Jesus Christ, given to us by the power of the Holy Spirit and by the grace of the Holy Spirit. So if you know the promises of God, you can walk in them, and then you can walk in authority, and you can show the whole world who has sent you. His name is Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 So listen, witchcraft will not touch you. Walk in the ways of the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. What is that? Protection, blessings, abundance, good health, all these things, even wealth for the kingdom's sake. All of it will be added unto you. Seek first the kingdom. Seek his will for your life. You'll, you know the will of God when you've chosen the will of God. The will Amen. of God is Jesus in you, Amen. all right? Saved, sanctified, walking holy before him. That's the will of God, that you will save souls and you'll bring a lot of treasure into heaven through winning those souls. So guys, just be aware. The enemy's out there. He's walking around like a roaring lion. He is not the roaring lion. We serve the roaring lion. His name is Jesus, the Lion of Judah, the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords. So don't worry about it. Witchcraft is not your portion, is not supposed to be what comes upon you. And if it does, if you do get attacked, just say, Lord, protect me. Help me remove this. And he will. And then if there is an open area of your life, something that you know that you know that you need to change, change it. All right? Change it. Just like we were talking about earlier, all these people living together without being yeah. married. It's a, you're going to get attacked. Mm -hmm. You're going to yeah. get attacked. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just what's going to happen because I know you're not behaving yourself. Some of you may, but why are you going to keep living that way and not get married? It's crazy. You know, know the value of each other. If you know your value, you'll 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 wife her up. If you know the value, uh, you'll be a good husband. You'll wife her, you'll wife her up. Amen. Thanks. You see, Amen. keep your eyes open, keep your eyes on the prize, and know if witches and warlocks show up, if you're serving Jesus Christ, they can't mess with you. We want them saved. We want them healed. We want them delivered. We want them walking as warriors for the kingdom of God. Hope this guys has helped you. I hope this has helped you guys. If it has, and look, this channel's brand new. So welcome to the podcast. Make sure if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification bell, like and share, guys. Let's let this be let it be known that this channel's out there and this information is being put put out. We're gonna have a lot of amazing topics coming out. If you guys are ever wondering where I'm going to be in person or what's taking place, it's very simple. You can go to www. The supernaturallife.org. I'll say it one more time. www.thesupernaturallife.org. You can find out the events. You can become a forerunner, meaning you can become a part of the ministry and come experience these wild things with me and, the and me and the rest of the come team. On. Also, here on the podcast, I'm going to have guest preachers. We're going to be speaking on different topics, uh, people from the ministry. And we'll be talking about the things they've experienced so you can meet other people in the ministry 
and um, we'll be reacting to stuff that's going on in the world that's going on in christianity we're going to be doing a lot of stuff on this channel and make sure you subscribe to all the other channels also because well it's some good stuff and the goal is to equip the saints for the works of ministry man all right guys hey this has been that supernatural talk podcast hope you enjoyed it and i will see you on the next episode god bless you all